0: Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List, where we occasionally talk about comics, movies, sometimes TV shows, or video games. I'm your host, Lex Wilridge, along with my buddy Murph, and each week you can catch us rambling on about all of your favorite topics. If you enjoy this podcast, think about subscribing and reviewing on any platform that you're active on. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I I don't remember what episode this is. Seventeen. This is episode seventeen. And this week, we have an episode dedicated to the soon, very soon-to-be father, Murph. And we're going to be talking about our favorite TV show dads. I think we're going to do five from me and five from our special guest. And our special guest this week is the very own Murph himself. Somehow, we got him to actually be... (laughs) What? (laughs) A special guest. (laughs) What's up, buddy? I was
1: there. I was, like, raising the roof of my hands right there, right there. Jesus. Welcome back. Yeah, I I know I was gone last week.
0: (sighs) It's good to have you back.
1: I'm back for a minute.
0: For now, yeah. For now.
1: For now. Now it feels good, dude. I was missing you, this. I was missing the listeners. So it's definitely
0: weird to have two weeks away from your nonsense. And I was missing a little bit of this. Gross! I'm sure you've had Celsius. You stayed up to like seven o'clock in the morning the other day playing video games. I mean, this is actually I saw, Red Bull. Switch back to some poison. As a matter of fact, I watched your stream and I saw that Celsius can on stream.
1: Oh, it was there. I yeah. thought they had a on
0: You're giving away that free promo, dog.
1: Hey, man. Well, at, in this episode, dude. I feel I got a whole... mm, I got a lot of energy, man.
0: Well, that's good. It was very, you know. Uh... We scrambled last week and made a plan because honestly, uh, Murph's lovely wife is miserable. She has a, giant, yeah, we're past, yeah, she's got a giant basketball in her shirt and she's ready to pop.
1: Yeah, we are D Day plus like four or five right now. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, you know, it's boys, and my wife is telling me that boys are stubborn like that.
1: Well, they're just home bodies, you know what I mean?
0: Because yeah, uh, our son, our daughter was, oh man, a week early. Yikes. My son was, we had to schedule a date just like you guys. So she, she said, so exactly. gotta- you guys got to kick him out of there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my wife works <laughs> at
1: an apartment complex. Okay. And um, her coworkers like did an eviction notice for her. The baby oh. she brought it home the other day. A Piece of paper like saying to the baby,
0: "Time to get him out of there." That's hilarious. Yeah, we were uh, we scrambled. It's, we were going to was lol. Um, give you some time off, but it's good. It's a it's a lovely surprise. I messaged you early today, and I had a whole episode planned out that I was going to dedicate to you. We were going to have a segment where we were going to try to pick the name for your kid because, I mean, even though you guys already have a name. It was just going to be a game that we played, but lo and behold, you you arrived, so it's even better.
1: Well, I'm sure we're surprised I'm here at about, I don't know, the millions and millions of people that uh, follow us, it's a bunch of people, I mean, I just, my phone died trying to read through all the messages, like, I'm going to miss you, can't wait for you to be back, well, you know, I just want to say that, um,
0: no. I'm back, baby. All right, I won't do that again. Yeah, I'm sure you're sifting through all the mountains of fan mail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It keeps me up at night.
0: Well it's good. Did you even listen to last week since you <laughs> a part of
1: it? Yeah, I did, man. Um I'm gonna address that real quick. I did listen last week. I noticed that you uh, gave me some I'm doing air quotes right now, love at the beginning of the episode. So I just want to throw out that. So um now that I'm back, dude, I feel like I got to make up for last week's shenanigans that you didn't get good, to take part of, as well as the listeners.
0: to have a no-nonsense episode.
1: <laughs> no-nonsense? Everybody's like, oh, my God, I thought we were going to have another guest tonight. This burr, guy's burr, burr,
0: back.
1: Burr, burr. Cripes! <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Hey, I got Go it on standby. On, Just let me know. <laughs> you never know, man. The opportunity might arise. I don't
0: know, dude, besides uh, lack of sleep and constant constantly getting on your wife's nerves.
1: Um i just try to find some new shows to start since I'm going to be off work and probably staying up late at night. I'm a night person anyway, so I'm going to try to take night shifts with the old Bill the old, uh, boy. So started Altered Carbon this week. I think it's a really cool show, man. It's like a it's like a noir futuristic yeah, think, murder mystery. It's really cool. That. It's
0: been out for uh, like 10 years.
1: Yeah, my bad. Dude, Joel Kinman, a.k.a. Robocop, a.k.a. Alex Murphy. I know that's why you like that show, um, because of him. Spoiler alert, Murphy. Um, he got jacked for that oh, yeah, show, really dude. He got big. Did you know that I read about this? Go figure. He, like, he didn't really want to do shirtless scenes in all his other shows and movies he's been in because he had some disease where his chest was caved in. So they went into his chest... Through his ribcage and put two like bars, like metal steel bars in his chest to like make his chest go I didn't outward. Know there was so, like, bars,
0: but I didn't know he had some kind of genetic, uh, not mutation, but just uh, thing with his chest. He's a Well,
1: it's probably when he got shot and killed yeah, in a like, robocop, dude. I was his just hand in his
0: face left over. Why did they keep his hand?
1: Mm-hmm. So he can use the gun? No,
0: oh, it had to use his DNA or whatever.
1: I don't know if it was like, I am the law. I don't know if it was Judge Dredd, like that kind of deal. But I just feel like having like a human hand to work his gun. Maybe, I don't know. Was that hand the hand I that was even human? So.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so he can touch himself. Mm-hmm. Can't touch you. Yeah. You can't touch yourself with, so he can can't touch himself with a robot hand. You might break it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought the movie was pretty good, man.
1: Yeah, okay, he's not his left hand is non-robotic throughout the film. It's his right hand in the poster that's non-robotic for you the know, 2014 that's
0: movie. That's dumb. Another good Michael yeah. Keaton movie.
1: So there you go, folks. Fu, fu, fu. Yeah, dude, Michael Keaton.
0: Oh, I love him, dude. Yeah, they're trying to. they they have a petition going out about he's him being uh, Bruce Wayne again. That's pretty cool. I've been excited about that. I've always thought it should happen. Like an yeah, like the Bruce Wayne? Live action movie.
1: So he's going to be like dead? No, Dude, that's he's, really he's old.
0: <sighs> he can probably pull off a seven-year-old. In the car, it, in cartoon, a... yeah.
1: Oh, in the cartoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, Keaton's got to be oh, like our dad's age, yeah. like. Low and
0: what else is new with you, man? What what else is going on? There's nothing much on this end. We just, uh we've been knocking these out. I got some plans for, what was that? Did you ring a bell? Sorry, my, <laughs> my cell phone. You guys just coming in hot with yeah. all the sound effects.
1: Hey, man. Just Here call me know, DJ no, Murphy. Like I said, I got to make up for it, dude. Yeah. I can do more sound we effects. You want more sound where, effects?
0: Uh, So uh, if you could tell last weekend, we totally vetoed Murph's spoiler alert and his mind-bending question at the end. But I found a new place for them. They're going to be on our uh, Instagram account. So you guys can interact with those there and have his own little space for it.
1: But I I am, with Alexis' permission, going to do one last goodbye on the – podcast mind-blowing yeah. a mind hack for you just something just something, something simple nothing crazy it's i don't want you guys to go you're a, crazy.
0: You're a special guest um, host today
1: it's that's so right crazy. dude i'm a special guest so give me special how long do you think uh, you're
0: gonna be gone give the people uh, a time frame i
1: don't i don't know i was uh talking to lily about um you know just I don't really know how I was gonna do it. I'm just gonna try to see if I can sneak in and get a recording in. I mean whether we about an yeah. hour that we do it, so maybe I can, you know, feed the kid, put him in bed, or maybe yeah, I'll just bring him. Man. I don't know.
0: Uh you know,
1: get him some dude, let him push some buttons, okay, so some I'm sound effects.
0: To things out. I have a, uh, a round table discussion one week that you'll be gone with Web Simon and Pat, so it'll be all of us on. Uh Dude, I don't want to be a part of that. On one, and then I have the guy that's the frisky gent that asked a question on the um, Q, and a, Q and A episode. Ten questions. Him and J Mac mm-hmm. and I are going to be on the episode together. We're talking about wrestling, nineties uh, wrestling. Now, cool.
1: That's a good topic. So I'm going to be excited I, to listen to those. We'll just work um, around.
0: We'll just work probably- around whenever you can sneak in, and until you until you're more comfortable coming back full time.
1: Yeah. And if I need to like just drop in, maybe I can drop in for like the intro, the beginning. Say yeah, hey, what's up, cool. and peace out. You know, I'm, I don't want you guys to forget especially about me. Especially if, we I get, if
0: I can get you to give me that list. Murph's it, the thing on Instagram is going to be great. So if we can get that, it'll, it'll be like you never laughed.
1: Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on I mean, some just, spoiler just, alerts
0: yesterday and yesterday today. Yeah, I've been trying to get I mean, to. You're just, about to have a baby. I, as think, as you, <laughs> I think it's understandable. It was more of like a while you're hanging out at home, like, don't give, I don't need it tomorrow. It's just like periodically. Like. It'd be kind of cool.
1: So, and don't be, afraid, don't be afraid, folks, to try to answer these questions. I mean, I know they're pretty hard. I know that I ask tough questions and I like just smoke a hey, cigarette, hey. take a shot, take a deep breath. <laughs> oh, that was an accident. And, um, um,
0: yeah, be okay. okay. so speaking of questions, we've actually, and I totally 100% apologize for this, we've gotten a, a list of questions in, and I guess I have my notifications off on my phone, and so I just never checked it, I never got them, so we have like a few that we need to answer, so we're going to answer one today from our lovely fan, which is absolutely my favorite fan after listening to some of these questions, his name's Levine. Am, am I right on that? Am I saying that right, Merv?
1: I say hey, Levigny, There's but no way I'm Levine. Whatever. You.
0: So Levine, we're gonna answer this question, and uh, we'll see. We'll listen to it and see what we have to respond.
1: Lex, Merv, Wednesday poll What's up? This is Levine. Love the show, Lex. You the man. I have zero issues issues with you anytime. I always seem to be on point with the things you got to say. Murph, not so much. And Murph, this question goes to you. Game of Thrones, what's not to get? You've said several times over several episodes, you don't get it. It is one of the most well-written, deeply intertwined storylines that there is, that's ever been made. Uh, It's like a more complex version of Lord of the Rings, and you don't get it, and you don't You never said you don't like it. You said it's okay. It's unacceptable in in, any any sense of it. It's unacceptable. You need to explain yourself a little bit better.
0: Quit being the kid in uh, shorts in cold weather, all right? You know, I'm so glad that I can get a question and an actual response and for Not just love for Game of Thrones, but someone that could articulate it better than I can whenever we were talking about it, because mine was mainly frustration with... It's usually frustration with you, because you're like, my little brother that's the same age as me. So what do you have... I mean, that's definitely... And I say thank you uh, for your comments towards me, but uh, Merv, I think the spotlight's on you. What do you have to say, kid in, in the cold, wearing shorts?
1: i'm actually wearing shorts right meow. So living, out,
0: so
1: i did just go in the cold i went and got my poison and i went in shorts and a t-shirt and the guy was like i was like hey man have a good night stay warm to the clerk and he looked at me like i was crazy <laughs> then again aren't we all a little crazy okay game of thrones so dude we're we gonna get back on this okay so he obviously levine obviously loves game of thrones dude loves the books probably i'm sure he's like it's a good show. At all fan, fanboy club stuff right so think about this for a second if you'd never seen something right and everybody was talking about how amazing it was would you be biased going into that show
0: no that's like your thing that's 100 you? your thing I, like no, we, no no i try that. to live
1: i try to live by objectivity
0: there's no way you live by objectivity.
1: <laughs> hey, we talked about this. We talked about this during the um, the movie, uh, underrated movies things. Like, I can see that Rotten Tomatoes is killing a movie, but I'll still go see it if I think, you know what I mean? Like,
0: 100% if something is extremely hype, you're going to automatically think, no, nah, it can't be that good.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not.
0: I can't. Th- there has to be another situation <laughs> where you've done that. <laughs> I mean, okay,
1: when you when you think of it, you just let me know.
0: I will and I'll bring it up. But I agree with them. What's not to get? And I I don't understand. I don't think you're giving it enough of a chance. Does your wife okay. watch it at all?
1: No, she can't get into it.
0: She can't get into it. I you know, when I first started watching it when it was when it first came on, uh I think it was at like season three it was when I first started watching it, I couldn't get into it at all. And uh Isn't that-
1: though, like any, think about every show you watch. Don't. What do you always tell people? Dude, you're gonna love the show. The first season is kind of hard to get into. it slow. Like, isn't that what we say?
0: I don't really say that to anybody. Oh, just kidding. Not, I don't like to recommend shows because it because I I know that like if people get let people get let down by shows. And first of all, let me go on the record and say I send my friends links all the time, and they never click on them, so I just don't do it anymore.
1: Hey, I've been clicking on them. I've started trying to make a good effort to just click and then close the box out. So yeah, at least I'm never,
0: and I'm never opening any links from any of my friends. So don't send me anything because it's going straight to deletion.
1: I'm going to send you money, and then you're not going to open it.
0: <laughs> don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a. I mean, I don't recommend shows like that. I mean, I will comment on them. I do recommend Game of Thrones, but I'm not going to say, hey, man, you need to watch it. If you don't watch it, you don't watch it. I enjoy okay. it, you know, a lot.
1: For the, record, for the record, is Game of Thrones a 10 out of 10 for you?
0: It's a 9 out of 10. Okay, four. that's good nine, for me. 9.5 nine out of 10, I'd say. I got to see these last two seasons to give a whole, the total score. But,
1: but don't you feel that the. The culture as a whole for Game of Thrones just is like – I don't know. Maybe it's just me. They just I just feel like everyone's cramming it in my face all the time. Like, it's oh like, God, it's God. like
0: superhero movies. People do that about superhero movies. Yeah, kind
1: of annoying too.
0: People do it about Elon Musk. I told you how I felt about that the other day.
1: Well, cool. I'm not a fanboy of his, but I, I, I listened you. to the interview, and I thought he had some pretty interesting things to say.
0: That interview was that. a mockery. He looked like a douche in that, in that interview. He had like
1: the Adam Gase Jets head coaching interview eyes going on. I don't know if you saw that.
0: He looked like a douche, and it was like he was—he was a nerd trying to impress the cool kids. That's what it was, and that's exactly what it was. What a so?
1: Let's let's talk about Game of Thrones. So yeah, the source material is great, right? It's a good great. book. They're good books. I haven't read them. I got some close friends. The Cutters, Casey and Drew, both read them. I trust them. Mm -hmm. They say they're great books. Um, Casey and Drew read them all, though Harry Potter's, Lord of the Rings, all those books. Mm -hmm. They're right up there with that, right? So, and just what I know about some of the books and stuff and how it follows with the show, everyone's like, ah, it's such a fresh show. It's so good. This, that, and the other. The good guys, you know, don't always win. Well, here's the thing about this show that I'm going to. The good guys don't always win, right? Would you agree with that?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. They, they rare, rarely win.
1: Okay, I would say that they always freaking lose.
0: Uh, no. There's a there. There's a very fine line. Like it's a you have to watch the whole thing.
1: <laughs> I, I I mean I'm in season six, but what I'm saying is the good guys to me it's like. Ninety, ten, eighty, but if twenty. But you
0: watch it like you watch one episode, and then like a week later, you watch another episode.
1: Like- Dude, I'll I've I'll, I'll chained them together when I watch them. I watch three or four, and then I need a break or I get busy. I'm gonna now here in the next couple weeks with the baby, I'll be able to finish it all.
0: I don't feel, I feel like, like you, I feel like you need to be more in touch with your, with your emotions. I feel like you don't like to be emotionally invested in these characters and have them ripped away from you. So you like to keep it at arm's length? I think that's what really what the real situation
1: is. Well, I mean, from the beginning of the show, they've taught me to not be attached to any of these characters. But I
0: feel like you do. I mean, it's hard not to. You fell in love with Ned Stark like the rest of the world, and then yeah, and then you
1: killed him. So why would spoiler, I get attached to anybody else?
0: <laughs> Yikes! You fell in love with that dancer that was teaching uh, Arya how to fight, and they sliced his ass up.
1: That's what I'm saying. After the first couple episodes, I learned quickly not to fall in love with them. So you can't, I have a problem you can't with that. Help it. You're right. You can't, but I don't have to worry about it now. That's like you any character... That's
0: why you keep it at arm's length because you don't want to care.
1: Okay. You're talking about me personally or as viewers in general?
0: You personally.
1: Well, I don't think it's a bad...
0: <laughs> I figured it out. Okay. It makes more sense then. You'd like to not be... But I'm thinking about that...
1: The bad guys get all the victories. The good guys never win, dude. And in real life, let's be honest. In real life, usually it's it's give and take. Like, I mean,
0: they, not to go super dark, but Hitler
1: didn't win everything. You know what I mean? A, like he won let's a lot just say
0: He won a lot before he lost. Okay, just like well, in Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> but we don't know that's how it's going to end.
0: Well, and that's exactly why we're still watching. Hope, so, you gotta keep hope, man. so
1: you can't say, you can't tell people just, ah, oh, it's such a breath of fresh air. It's such a good show.
0: It is. It's
1: a- it is a good show, but like you, you always have the good guys losing. Always. They so don't you, always so win. You
0: want the good guy. You want the Disney movie. You want the good guys to always no, win. No,
1: no. I'm a fan of good guys losing, but not just
0: every time, dude. I think it's fresh because, hold on, I pinched a nerve in my back, so it's hard for me to move around. I, I think. old well, people yeah for sure I don't know. I think when people say they it's a it's a fresh fresh <laughs> breath of fresh air it's it's because that good guys always win, so there's no real stakes in the shows and movies that are out there because you know the good guy's are gonna come out on top. This is a show that you don't you don't really know what's gonna happen, and I think that's and that's that's what keeps people captivated
1: so now speaking of characters like dude are there really any new characters
0: not i mean the show's almost like, over so why would you want to But i'm saying new
1: go to like season 4 and 5 you don't really get introduced to new characters you get a ton of characters killed off and crippled but you don't really get anybody new
0: Yeah but it's an ending show like you know that there's an ending so it's a story about a, a group of people it's a story right. about a, it's a story about a family essentially
1: yeah really like spread out over several a whole realm or whatever you want to call it but the, like where's yeah. the payoff where's the emotional payoff we'll, coming we'll see from we, all these-
0: catch up first let's let's revisit okay let's just put a pin in it until you catch all the way up there are some emotional payoffs up when you catch up i think <laughs>
1: Uh, maybe maybe I'll get caught up and I'll readdress this. But like I said, I'm in season six. Still, it's a good show, man. It's really cool. I love the action. I love like, like I, I like the arcs of the story, the characters. But again, it's just to me, it's a good show. Like, I don't, I just, I need somebody to like, give me the tangible reason. Like, show me, let me see. Like, help me understand why this show is just like, this show is.
0: I don't think you're listening to the. I don't think you want to listen to the reasons. I've given you multiple reasons.
1: I hear you I hear you no 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 I hear what you're saying like yeah they they're getting you emotionally tied to these characters but there's other shows that have done that I mean walking dead does that But we were they talking kill about, a lot of
0: my my main point was the breath of fresh air it's different than the typical show of uh, the good guy wins in the end the typical movie the good guy wins in the end it has to do with production it's, value is, I, and the suspense.
1: I think it's too extreme I think it's too extreme because the good guys always lose. Like, there's no – like, they're just always getting their asses beat.
0: What about – what's-her-name's brother? He was a creep.
1: Okay. That's a, um, that's a win
0: for the good guys.
1: Okay, there's one win you've named.
0: I'm not going to go through the whole show and list the, and list the wins versus the losses. We could do a whole episode about that. We
1: could. Maybe we'll just have to do a whole recap of
0: once you catch uh, up.
1: Once we get caught up in the last season's zone, maybe that's what we do in the future. So, anyways, not to keep talking about it because we're both on opposite sides of the spectrum Very here. Very opposite side. <laughs> Peyton, I hope I answered your question, you I Yankee.
0: I don't think you did. But let's jump into this week's topic. Did you uh, pick your five? How do you want to do this? You want to do uh, uh, me, list one, me say one, you say one, or?
1: You go ahead. I'll, I've got some any, boring. I've got boring. Uh, yeah, just go through shotgun them.
0: Okay. Uh, so again, Murph is about to be a father. Very exciting time. I am a father of two. So I've been there, done that, lost a lot of sleep. But as far as most of us growing up, we all had those. I mean, everyone, I'm not saying everyone has a dad. That can be complicated for some folks, but everyone had those TV show dads and it doesn't really have to be from the nineties. I typically pick from the nineties because growing up, that was the, you know, those were the shows I watched and there, I do have one on my list from a recent show. I mean, it's still on. So it's relatively recent, but everybody has those TV show dads, you know what I mean? Like the Danny Tanners, the Full House. You know, everyone has those guys. And so I, I typically, I listed my five. I don't know what my list is. Like, I think I'm just going to go off my head. Hopefully that's what I sent you. First on my list is the, probably one of the most influential figures in, I wouldn't say modern media, but uh, yeah, yeah, I would say modern media. It's a cartoon character. His name is Homer J. Simpson. One of the most famous dads in history. He I mean, he's hilarious. I don't know. Are you a Simpsons fan at all?
1: Oh, you said Homer Simpson? Homer J. I think he's a great I think he's a great dad. dad. It's
0: not necessarily good dads. It's not I'm not saying I'm saying, got it. I'm saying <laughs> like fave our favorite dad. <laughs> I know, I'm just mess it around. I'm just messing. Homer was a good dad, it, mainly in the beginning of the show in the early '90s. He actually was more geared to being a good dad, and then as time progressed, they made him more stupid, and the show was more dumb. It's still funny. He cares about his dad
1: or about his kids. Ultimately, like even though he does a lot of stupid yeah. stuff and kind of is a bumbling idiot, he he does. He cares about his his kids. I mean, because I can remember one. What was that one where he like pretends to be butt and gets like the crab beat out of him to like help Bart when that robot episode? Yeah, or he's a
0: good dad. And again, was going. and it's not necessarily. Uh, that's not the list. The list isn't based on good dads. It's our favorite dads, and Homer Simpson is probably my favorite dad in like TV show dad. That that show's been around since I was born. It came out.
1: Dude, it's like the longest-running TV show, isn't yeah. it?
0: I don't know if it's the longest, but I know it's one of one of the longest. It's been around for, what, I'm... 89.
1: I think 89 is when it first yeah, came they out.
0: They first came on the Tracy Ullman show in 1987. That's yeah. nuts, man. That, that's that's, 30, that's years where years ago. Were. There was an animated short on the Tracy Ullman show in 87, in April of 87, so a few months before I was born. And then they got their own show on Fox... And uh, they, because they appeared on uh, Tracy Ullman a bunch all through those years, and then on in uh, 1989 they got their own series on Fox, and ever since then they've been rolling.
1: Dude, it's basically been the same voice actors too. Yeah,
0: the voice actor for Homer is Dan Castellaneta. He's got to be old. <laughs> if he was a, if he was a grown man in 1989. The, you know, say he was 30, he's 60 I mean, now. he was 60. Well, then, like,
1: what's his name? Hank Ariza? Isn't that his name? He's a really good actor, actually. Um, what is he playing? I like, him. I like him in Mystery Men. He's the fork guy in Mystery Men. Uh, the fork guy. In Mystery Men?
0: Oh, the guy with all the cutlery. Hey,
1: now, you're a rock star. Get your game on. Yeah,
0: so, you are the <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a shitty movie, but I loved it, man. Cisco was not that movie, dude.
0: And next on <sighs> yeah. my list is: What do you think is Homer? Would you say he's one of the most influential dads?
1: I mean, just because if you look at anybody that's between thirty-five and younger, that is, you know who that it's is. Not, Everyone knows who that is.
0: older. But, think about it, because Simpsons has always been geared kind of towards adults, so adults yeah. were watching.
1: That's true. So you could that you could argue from fifty years, yeah, 50. fifty year olds now.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and he basically he embodies like that American working class stereotype. You know what I mean? Like working hard at a factory, likes to drink, kind of. You know, not very smart. Like I I don't think that's what you know. What
1: I like about him is he's like he's just he's got like the dad bod. You know what I mean? Like he's not this like yeah super. Like he's just a like he's just a regular dude yeah. that works eighty five, wants to go to the bar, hang out living, with the homies. In and... the
0: suburbs.
1: Yeah, man. It's cool. Yeah,
0: he's 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 gotta be the most influential TV dad ever. <laughs> Second on my list is the man himself. Call of Duty Black Cops, Carl Winslow. What? You never seen you never seen that meme, Call of Duty Black Cops? <laughs>
1: Oh, black cops. Okay, I know who you're talking about um, from yeah, uh, so Family like, Matters.
0: Black cops, and then it has a picture of Carl Winslow, and he's the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's uh, another one I grew up watching Family Matters. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, being a, a brown person, uh, everyone watched Full House, but Full House was it was all white people. I don't think there were any black people on Full House at all. So you I don't think there watch- was. You want to watch, I think Taj Mallory they added him towards the end, but he was the same color as the rest of them. When you watch these, <laughs> when you watch these shows, you kind of not everybody, but you at least want to have somebody that you know. You want to see people that represent you. You want to have some kind of connection. So Full House was great and funny, and I loved Full House, but Family Matters was the opposite. I don't think there were many white people on that show, which is weird. My
1: oldest, my oldest brother Eric, he would watch that show. We watched all of them Full House Saved by the Bell, all that. But he would watch oh, yeah. that show, so I watched it, you know. And yeah, then what's cool. his name in it? What's the dude that's in it? Um, Steve Urkel. Yeah, Urkel. I always liked him. I thought he was funny. Yeah,
0: Urkel was funny. I think he. I don't know. I think he debuted on another show.
1: Dude, like, that could be a. Um,
0: he's on Full House. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Wait.
1: That could be a Mandela Effect. At spoiler alert. That a lot of people, even I thought that show was called Purple Family Matters. I don't think so. <laughs> Am I the only one there? Am I the only one in that boat?
0: I be like a white people thing. Maybe white people thought it was purple. <laughs> okay. White <laughs> But I like again Carl Winslow. He was a uh, uh, he was a police officer. Police Chicago. One of my favorite film. police officers. You know, I, I do have a thing for police officers. He was just a hard-working... I don't think his wife worked. He was the... Uh, he, provide, he had a big-ass family, and he was very big on providing for his family. He was like the man of the house, and it was it was just one of those classic roles. I think a lot of the... Back in the day, a lot of those shows had, like, the, the hard-working dad, and that kind of showed kids, like, hey... I mean, obviously, if your dad did that, that's good. You know, your dad was supposed to do that, and a lot of dads did, but th- those shows kind of reinforced that, like, the blue collar, like these guys, aren't billionaires. They're not rolling and Joe. They're just they're working hard and they like to hang out with their family. And they yeah. Yeah. go ahead. I, th-
1: I think that was a, just a product of the '90s. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a good prosperous time, family, and all that. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's before those dang kids and their rock music started taking over. Mm-hmm. The dang, and yeah, and then Y2K hit, just messed everything up. Yeah.
1: Set the clocks back. God dang it.
0: Okay, so my third favorite dad of all time, the TV show dad. This is, this is kind of a sad attempt if I'm saying that. Uh, I was raised by these five. <laughs> I was raised by these five men. They're all on TV. Not real people. The third favorite one is Frank Costanza. George Costanza's dad from Seinfeld. He's one of my favorite characters on that show. It just I like the guy. Um, what's his name? Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's dad. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a really funny guy. Like In King of Queens, an episode that we didn't... Our TV show we didn't mention on the uh, favorite TV show episode. That's a really good show. Did you ever get into King of Queens at all?
1: No, not really. With
0: Paul Blart and his Scientologist wife?
1: I know what show you're talking about. I just... I never watched
0: it. It's pretty good. And again, Jerry Stiller is just a funny guy, man. Overall, funny, and the show he there's he's like, and he's another one of those. He, well, he's old, so everybody knows about those those old people and how their ideals are. But he was uh, ultra religious, but in a weird way. He uh, used to work as a salesman selling Christian artifacts. It just uh, it, you have to watch Seinfeld in order to, you know, what I mean, like some people can't get into Seinfeld. Were you ever a Seinfeld watcher?
1: Um I didn't I have never seen every episode but I've watched a bunch of episodes and he is very he's funny. He's funny. He's,
0: he made up Festivus. I mean
1: yeah, he's got a lot of the most like he's got a bunch of memorable moments yeah. so
0: like Festivus is a Christmas celebration. It's like an alternative for Christmas because he didn't like tinsel, like the decoration that most people a lot of people put out for Christmas so he made Festivus. <laughs> And I actually bring that up every Christmas, ever since I was a kid and watched it. Ah, it just, he's a great character. Anything with Jerry Stiller Bimes, just, he's great. So if you got a chance to, he was in, what movie was he in? He was in, uh, he was in Zoolander with Ben The dad? He was, uh, he was in, he was the um, manager.
1: He was also in, um, oh, what's the one where he gets the heartbreak kid?
0: He, was he his dad? In her? Yeah, he was the dad. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good. one. I like that movie a lot. Jerry still is a funny guy. Okay, so so far I'm like 0 for 3. Well, you you like Homer. You didn't know about the other two, really.
1: Oh, I knew about his name from Family Matters just because he's in Die Hard, so I have that connection. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Carl Winslow. Reginald Vell Johnson. He's an American hero. So you'll know about this one. My fourth favorite dad... My fourth favorite TV dad. It's got to be on everybody's list. You probably don't know him as a dad. You probably mainly know him as an uncle. It's Uncle Phil.
1: Mm-hmm. Uncle
0: Phil was like the coolest, man. He was, he was, and again, it goes for like a black people. He was like super educated. You know, he went to Princeton. I think Church. He was a judge. He went to Princeton. Then he went to Harvard Law. He was just... They were rich. They had this giant mansion in Beverly Hills.
1: He is my favorite character from that show.
0: He was, And he's really funny.
1: Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Yeah, James
0: Avery, uh, he passed away. And I think it, around this time,
1: I think... Was it two or three years
0: ago? Yeah, a lot of people... Was
1: really sad man when i heard about it. i mean i was really that was that I was, I almost was like, really man I was Dang, more than
0: that he... it was he died december 31st oh man 26.
1: 2013 13 holy crap yeah
0: he also played if you were a fan of the ninja turtles show in the 80s mm-hmm. he also played the voice of shredder in that show yes he did
1: Shredder, dude, he did it a ton of voice. So whenever he passed away, I went and kind of did some IMBD research on him. He did a bunch of voice acting on Saturday Morning Cartoons. Yeah,
0: he was a, he was a big voice actor, which was pretty cool. And Uncle Phil was just a cool guy, man. He did lose his temper a lot. But
1: he was the anchor of that show for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like what a dad needed to be. Like he was always like – it just felt like I, like when you watch that show, it's like – Will and um, Carlton would be doing something super like, oh, man, they're going to get in trouble, dude. Like, Uncle Phil's going to get them in trouble. You know what I mean?
0: And I I just love that even though he got really uh, – he had a hot temper when it came to Will Smith's character. His own children were, like, super bratty and spoiled. But his temperament of raising them all was – you know, no one could have did it better. He raised all these different children that were – there. You know, three of them were his, but they had different temperaments. Two of them were like spoiled brats, His youngest was cool. And then Will was just like totally from the other side of the tracks. And there's this episode where uh, Will Smith's character is hanging out of this pool hall. And then it's my one of my favorite episodes. Definitely my favorite Uncle Phil episode. Uh, Will Smith is and it, hanging out at this pool hall. And then he loses all this money uh, to this pool shark. And then Uncle Phil comes down there and he's like, Well, uh, can you give me an opportunity to try to to win my win his money back or whatever? And he acts like he's never played pool before. He like bumbles around and just gets his ass kicked. And then he says, Well, can we can I think I'm getting warmed up, can we try it again? And he's like, uh the only, and then the guy, the pool strike says, The only way I can do it again is if we go double or nothing. And he says, well, he's or a certain amount of dollars a ball or something like that. And he's like, well, it sounds kind of steep, but I'll try it. And then all of a sudden he's like talking to <laughs> Jeffrey, the butler. He's like, hey, break, break out the And then he breaks out like this, his personal pull cue. And then he just wipes the floor with this guy. It was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs>
1: I love that show. I uh, I liked it with him because he always taught a lesson, right? Yeah. Like, he always – and, dude, one of my, my favorite Uncle Phil moment is – it's probably everybody's moment is when um, Will Will Smith's dad, like, shows up and he's thinking he's going to get to leave and go with his dad. And remember, his dad cuts out. Yeah,
0: it's
1: one of the things. Dude, it's so sad, dude. But, like, that was an amazing scene. Like, he was always there for him, dude. Remember, because he'd call him son all the time mm-hmm. and, like, just, dude, yeah, Such a good.
0: That sucked. I listened to Will Smith talk about that episode, and and Will Smith wasn't an actor before Fresh Prince Bel Air, and you can tell mm-hmm. in the show he's not really. He's just mainly being himself, and then kind of playing off everyone else's lines. But in that scene, uh, Will Smith was saying that he really wanted. To, it was an emotional scene, and he really wanted to set, sell it. So uh, himself, like in between takes, he was getting uh, angry and frustrated with himself trying to pull out those emotions that he couldn't and uh james avery the guy that played uncle phil basically said hey man don't ask for all these other people in the room like focus on me and they went through the scene and uh you know will smith did it the way everyone saw it like that actual scene the one that made it to the to the show and then you know they hug each other and like will smith's crying or whatever and james james avery Whispers in Will Smith's ear. He says, "No, that's fucking acting." And so Will Smith said he'll never forget that for the rest of his life. It's one of his most treasured moments of James. Mm-hmm. A. I feel like he was just a cool guy, man. Great character. Man.
1: Yeah, good. good pick. Super good pick.
0: That show had all good characters though. Carlton, Will Smith. I mean, they they had yeah, on. Them. Favorite
1: nineties after school weekend shows yeah, as a kid show, up.
0: Show was great, man. That
1: one for me that's probably his my favorite for that type of you know the after school ninety kind of genre
0: i really did like saved by the bell but i feel like Freshman's Bel air was my favorite one too it's just fun
1: side note on that go on amazon and watch it's like Zack morris is a jerk or something like that they're like three minute little episodes and basically it, the whole show is 10 episodes they're like Five minutes long. They basically talk about how this Zach Morris was the biggest piece of shit ever. Like you shouldn't like him. It is hilarious. Well, he, is, he
0: wasn't pretty it's, bad, dude. He
1: good. was, dude. But if you just watch, because when you watch the show, you like again, you you love Zach Morris because he's presented to be the character you love. I.e., everyone says Game of Thrones is amazing. Anyways, go watch that little Amazon thing. You'll see that. But wow, he's the
0: bad guy. You you don't, you don't really like the ba- bad. Guy. You don't like the bad guys.
1: I do like bad guys, you but the thing is, when I
0: watch that show, I never
1: thought Zach Morris is a bad guy. He was a good guy the whole show to me. And then now I go and watch that, and I'm like, holy crap, they tricked me.
0: Well, he's like Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister's a bad guy, but he's cool. Everybody loves him.
1: Yeah, Jamie Lannister's cool.
0: Except he likes to have sex with his sister.
1: Yeah, man. Whoa, spoiler alert.
0: If <laughs> you've seen the first episode of Game of Thrones, I'm pretty sure you know he likes to have sex with his sister. Oh, man.
1: I close my eyes during the dirty
0: scenes. <laughs> well, you close your eyes a lot. Maybe that's why you don't like the show because you don't watch it. Yeah, man. My last, uh, my last TV show, Dad. It, his name's Phil Dunphy. It's from a show called Modern Family. It's another show I didn't bring up when we were talking about uh, favorite TV shows, but it's one of my favorite ones. I watch it every week, and I've seen every episode. Have you ever seen Modern Family?
1: Mm, a little bit not really a lot
0: hilarious first of all i started watching it because when i was growing up i was a huge fan of married with children and uh al bundy is Mm -hmm. is in modern family but he's old he's still hilarious and the show is just great and phil dunphy is the dad of the the core family i guess the, the whole show is about the entire family but He's the dad of one of the families and he is just hilarious. He's wholesome. He's corny. He's a a lot of things that I think about myself when I consider you know, when I think about me, what kind of dad I am. Uh-huh. Uh, emotional and he's just, he's hilarious but he's not trying to be funny. So it's kind of like me, like a lot of times I'm not trying to be funny but my wife laughs at me. It's the same thing. So I think I had like a more of a connection with him because Unlike the hard working, like you know, hard working dads that hang out all day at in a factory and come home and just want to drink a beer and hang out with their pals. I I genuinely just like to be around my, my family first. I don't know, man. It's a great show. If you haven't watched Modern Family, you should you should check it out. I can recommend some episodes if you want to hit me up. At me. No, gross. What about you, man? What are your what's your list of dads?
1: So my list of dads. I live in Texas, so this probably won't be a surprise. But the man, the myth—Rick Perry? No, Hank Hill.
0: <laughs> oh, Hank Hill's a good one. I can't believe I didn't so, say that. So
1: this is so this is really funny. For I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but he, my oldest brother still calls me this to my day to this day. But my brothers, and my dad used to call me Bobby after that show because I was a li- I was a little kid when that show came out. Bobby Hill. They would still call me. My oldest brother still calls me Bobby all the time like, what are you doing, Bobby? Um, Dude, yeah, Hank Hill, man, sells propane and propane accessories. Might I add, he's the best propane salesman in the state of Texas. Um,
0: He's a good dad, man. He was an old
1: school dad. Teach Bobby the uh, uh, meaning of hard work, you know, dedication.
0: He reminds me – he kind of reminds me of your dad. He
1: honestly – yeah, he really does because Bobby really didn't give a shit about any of that.
0: yeah. Well, you know, like, like like we were talking earlier, like your dad's very no nonsense. Yeah. Like not that strict, like not strict and he's not a jerk. He's an amazing guy, he's nice, but very old school, very no nonsense. Like you said, if you if something's gonna be done and you say you're gonna do it, it you know, you he expects you to pretty much do it and do it the right way. And Hank yep, Hill is one of those old school dads, man.
1: And the fact that they put a lot of like Southern like Texas stuff in that show. And a lot of people love that show, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good dad.
0: I think not just Texas because Texas is so big. You will honestly run into, you'll run into different types of people, but it's very close to the region where we grew up. and, And they even talk about the place where we grew up, where we grew up. And it's, I think it hits closer to home because it is so close to home. And a lot of things that happen in, in Arlen, the fake show, the fake town in the show, uh, it's the same type of things happen in our hometown. And it just, it, it reminds, the reason why I like it so much is because it reminds me of home so much.
1: That's what it is too. And what's funny about that show is there is this there is is an episode where they go the Dallas Cowboys training camp was actually in our hometown where we grew up in Uh, the '90s. I remember so very
0: vividly too. Episode
1: they go to this place. They go to Wichita Falls, and and you have to what you have to understand about Wichita Falls is it's about ten minutes from Oklahoma to the border. So when Hank gets there he finds out that nobody gives a shit about Dallas Cowboys football they all care about Oklahoma football. He goes to this propane place to like talk to this propane salesman and this guy doesn't give a shit about propane. He's got Oklahoma Sooner stuff up everywhere and he's like Bobby we got to leave this place these people are weird. And yeah, he just kind of like, cracks
0: they, up they because... use charcoal there or whatever. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, because it was just funny because there's a lot of Oklahoma
0: diehards up there. Yeah, and I, what I remember most about that episode is they're at the hotel in Wichita, and uh, Bobby is playing this d, this VHS, and it's like a um, Welcome to Wichita Falls uh, video, and it just it does like a, you know, it does this, like pan of the city and it shows the falls and it shows like the mall and all, and it talks about how things are so great in that city, <laughs> and it just. It's funny because that's where we're from.
1: Yeah, so you kind of, it's like BS when you see it.
0: Yeah. Great
1: stuff. Hank Hill's a good one. I like him. Hank Hill's a Uh,
0: very good one. I'm jealous. I forgot about that one.
1: My next one is um, so I used to watch the show all the time with my grandpa, my papa, when I'd go to his house. Mm -hmm. My papa, if he was alive today, would be like almost 80. Nice. But I like the show a lot because. Me and my papa would fish and do things that this guy did is the Andy Griffith show, Andy Taylor.
0: Yeah, same. I watched that with my grandpa when I was a kid.
1: I feel like that's a gimme, like that's a cheat one, I guess. Like, hey, everybody says that. But really, I mean, that's like one of the first shows I watched well, with like a strong, like, hey, this is who a dad's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And it just reminded me so much of my papa. Even you know, he who's was, my dad. Was he
0: really a good dad? He let his son hang out at the, like where they kept criminals and stuff.
1: Yeah, but you got to look at the time frame. You know what I mean? Like, whenever my dad was a kid, they could walk around and, like, carry shotguns around and go down to, like, creek beds and shoot <laughs> stuff, like, in the city. Like, nobody, like, my dad was telling me that him and his uncle would, like, in Wichita, the town we live in, 150,000 where we grew up, they'd just be walking around, police would drive by and wave at them. Hey, kids, what are y'all doing? Well, we're going to shoot snakes, you know? Like, nowadays, dude, it's just, so you got to look at, like, yeah. I think the time.
0: A little bit. Yeah, because that but, show wasn't black and white, and I don't think it's a gimme. I don't think a lot of people have seen that show nowadays. Maybe people our age and a little older.
1: It's still good, and I would have probably never watched it if it hadn't been for that.
0: I just remember it came on TV early in the morning.
1: Yeah, well, we watched the afternoon reruns because I was asleep.
0: Well, anytime I would stay at my grandpa's house, uh, he he very he, he was a military man, so he even to this day wakes up at like four or 30 in the morning and watches the news. And then I remember getting up relatively early whenever I was there. And then that's what would play next. And so it would be that. And then it would be like Beverly Hillbillies and then maybe Brady Bunch. It, it sounds like I'm super old because these are old shows, but they were old. They were old then too. Like, you know what I mean? Like they were already old shows when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, you gotta look at like it wasn't like friends, I was watching like
0: new episodes of the Andy Griffith show, right? Because yeah. when I was a kid, that he was on a sense. he was on a different show called Matlock.
1: Oh, Matlock!
0: <laughs> he was an old ass man when I was a kid. Matlock, Barry Mason. Oh, Barry Mason. Yeah, those are good shows.
1: This reminds me of being with pop on grandma's house.
0: Yeah, did you ever watch the show your grandpa called? Uh, damn, what was it called? It's called Dangerous Minds, maybe?
1: Uh, That seems like that's a norm, a
0: newer show, but that sounds familiar. Give me one second. Uh, it was the guy that played in Mary Poppins, the chimney sweep. What's his name? Oh.
1: I think I know what you're talking about.
0: All right, give me your next dad, and I'll, I'll, I'll look at that.
1: Okay, so my next dad is – this one might throw you for a loop, dude. My next dad is Tony Soprano.
0: A soprano? Yeah. Alright, explain.
1: He did everything for his family.
0: Yeah, man, but...
1: Including killing, like, girlfriends of his... Like, his son... Like, girlfriends of his kids and, like, boyfriends and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I guess, again, we're not saying good. Like, good people are good dads. We're talking about our favorite, like, influential media dads. So I'd say, yeah, that's a fair one.
1: I mean, Tony Soprano changed the game.
0: And he, and again, this show is is one of the only shows that I give a nine out of ten.
1: You just gave Game of Thrones a nine point five out of ten.
0: Yeah, I'd give I'd give Soprano's nine point five out of ten too. Those are like two of the only shows. There's a very small list of shows that I give. I agree, None or above.
1: Um, yeah, that show was good. Again. I don't know if the hype for this show was like what Game of Thrones is, but
0: it definitely it's a good show. And it definitely still is. People still talk about Sopranos. Our friend Tyler asked, asked us the other day if we watched The Sopranos. And we we're like, yeah, man, everybody's seen The Sopranos. See,
1: and why the reason why I'll jump on the hype train a little bit on The Sopranos is because they're bad guys
0: a- and they win. How, how did you? What? what? Those guys this- are bad guys. Well,
1: let me tell you why. The mob is a real thing so he's playing he could potentially be playing someone who's a real person not okay,
0: a drag it circles back to what I always say you only like shows that are based in real life
1: because that's my point of reference
0: that's your that's your genre you don't like fantasy and that's why you I don't like Game of Thrones
1: I just don't get the hype dude no, it's it.
0: because it's not anything in real life which I don't understand because you like Star Wars
1: Hashtag, I don't get it. Oh, Star Wars is struggling for me. Star Wars is the Titanic, dude. It's a two-hour sink fest. Yikes!
0: But. That's I, I don't know. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm not going to get into that with you. We don't have that much time. Diagnosis, speaking of the Titanic, Diagnosis Murder was was that show? Yeah,
1: that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Dick
0: Van Dyke. Yes. Love. That. Hey,
1: um, speaking of the Titanic, they nominated everybody for the ice bucket challenge. By the way.
0: Oh my god, you said that joke already on this show. Did I really? Damn it. I already said that joke. So who's your next Dan? That's it? You just waited. You just had these sound bites loaded up. Did you download them?
1: Nope, I didn't download anything. So I guess I said that joke already. Whoops. Okay, so my next one is... How many is that?
0: Six.
1: Um, I was gonna pick Bill Cosby, but then all the like rape stuff started happening, so I should probably stay away from that one.
0: Okay, so Bill Cosby, but I, I you said that earlier when we were kind of bouncing ideas off each other. And Bill Cosby as a person, terrible, terrible person.
1: As a dad in the show, good.
0: Theo Huxtable, great dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the Cosby's, I don't care who you were, and even if there's a dark overtone that no one ever knew about, everybody watched the Cosby's. And he, they were like the ultimate family back then. Uh, she was a lawyer, he was a doctor. They were super rich, but they didn't. But they didn't make you feel that way. You know what I mean? They were very
1: approachable. It
0: felt like a down, like a like a regular family. But man, they were freaking loaded. They had to be. I mean,
1: you have to be loaded, dude, to be putting all those drugs and girls, drinks, and paying them off. Man.
0: Theo Hux, Theo Huxtable, or not Theo Huxville, What was you name? Um. no, his, son's name. Nah, his name was his name was Cliff. Cliff. Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, and I just I had a huge crush on Felicia Richard, his wife. Hmm. She's a good looking lady. I thought she was so oof, man. Still, she's gorgeous. She's a good looking lady. Alright, so who is it so then?
1: Uh Walter White.
0: <laughs> Walter White from <laughs> Breaking Bad. You know, I've never seen Breaking Bad.
1: It's it's a good show. Um, I'm like,
0: hey, I'm right there with you. I don't see the hype. I've seen a few episodes and I'm just like, okay. nah. I don't okay. get the
1: And I really enjoy the show. And when I watched it, everyone's like, you gotta watch Breaking Bad. You gotta watch Breaking Bad. Okay, I watched it. Like, Isn't it so amazing? I'm like, yeah, it's a good show. Like, I didn't lose my marbles over and I haven't watched it again. So,
0: Nah. Yeah. I, okay, so I'm with you. I finally got a show that I can say I, I don't get the hype on it. So I if I attend any... Reason. What's that?
1: That's what I'm saying. I just – I don't get – yeah, what's the hype? Like, it's a good show. Like, just leave it at that. You know what I mean?
0: I wouldn't even say it's a good show. I haven't given it enough of a chance. I fell asleep. I've tried to watch it a few times. I fall asleep every time.
1: It had a really strong second – like, what I would call second half. Like, if you were to break this up, like, a sports event. The first half was just kind of – there were some things that happened here and there, but then the second half kind of put a lot of – like, the action and stuff picked up. But,
0: yeah. I might try to watch it again. Some people strongly re- recommend it. I just, nah, I don't see the hype. He,
1: he, you know, initially his intentions were good, dude. He was dying of cancer and wanted to support his family. Yikes, spoiler alert. He wanted to. I said have
0: never seen a film before. I'm just <sighs> Anyways, spoil- he just. Spoil away.
1: He tries to become a. F- spoil. Uh, spoil. He tries to support his family because he's sick and ends up becoming a big time meth dude. Big time. Like Pablo Escobar, but like the white chocolate version.
0: And then it's not about his family anymore, right?
1: Kind of, and it can, he's very controlling of them.
0: Because because he wants to take care of them, or just because he's a controlling version? Yeah. Mm,
1: I think the, he doesn't. He so he gets addicted to the power, mm. not really money. He's getting.
0: Oh, okay. You know they say uh, they say that shows a direct uh, prequel to Walking Dead. Have you heard that?
1: No, I haven't heard. I'll have to look that one up. I can see where they're going with that, though, from seeing both shows.
0: Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's multiple times in The Walking Dead where they have that blue meth, and apparently the only other thing that that's in is in um, Breaking Bad, I guess. And there's a bunch of different uh, there's a bunch of different uh, connections, and all uh, it has to do with Daryl and his brother. They're connected to <laughs> Yeah, they're connected to working with uh what's his name? Walter White. I don't know. That's a good that's a good job. Do you have another one or is that all? Yeah, I got quickly got
1: one more. So this show my, Lily got me to start watching. It's it's a new show. It came out in twenty sixteen. It's called This Is Us. Oh, I didn't it's about
0: you, I didn't know you watched that show, man. <laughs>
1: Really good show, and Jack Pearson is the dad in that show. He's
0: the ultimate dad. It's like unfair to watch this show.
1: Yeah, like if you like quintessential dad.
0: It's like unrealistic.
1: In a TV TV show, he is like, dude. He has the struggles that like his kids don't know about. Like it's just,
0: it's an he's an unrealistically good dad. Yeah, like for him to be because they made spoiler alert they made him an alcoholic a few like you know. For a season or whatever. But he's still an amazing dad. Normally when dads are alcoholics, they're like crappy dads.
1: Yeah, he's an unrealistic, realistic dad. Yeah. That's a good way to
0: put it. He's like the ultimate dad. I didn't know you watched that show. See, I, I don't ever. It's
1: a really good show. I really like it.
0: I don't ever bring up shows to you guys because I feel like you guys going to be like, nah, I ain't watching that. I never watched it. It's dumb. So I just, I love that. I love that show. <laughs> That's a good show. Yeah, me and, me and my wife watch it religiously. His kids are all annoying, but he was like the ultimate dad. You still there? Yep. Good show. Yep. Yeah, good show. If you guys want to watch a, if you guys want to watch a tearjerker, it's on NBC, The Hit Factory. I know. I know Super hate, good. Show. I know you
1: hate NBC, too. I hate NBC. I hate it all.
0: You uh, earlier you brought up not so much a dad, but a dad figure. So if you want to bring that up, because I have one too that's not so much a dad, but a dad figure.
1: Oh, Mr. Belding?
0: Mr. Belding. He's a good one. I mean, he was he was pretty much those kids, you know, dad.
1: Well, there he was the disciplinary of the there was really you know what I mean, they didn't have it, so they'd have so, I mean, Zach Morse's dad was in it a little bit, AC Slater's dad was in it a little bit, but
0: yeah, Zach's was dad wasn't wasn't Zach's dad like a sketchy dude or Yeah, I, I think it that. was like Probably yeah, he probably, was. He's probably a drug dealer or something.
1: The, the episode for me that cements him in as being that dad figure is when remember Mr. Building's brother Todd comes. He's going to oh. take him on the white raft trip. Todd was the
0: worst.
1: I, I felt bad for Mr. Building, dude. But then remember Zach over here, t- Todd, like, oh, I don't care about these kids. And then he comes in there, and Zach's like, "We had a leader this whole time. It was you. You know, like,
0: yes, everyone." Todd was the worst, and Zach was a dickhead in that episode because they were like treating Mister Bell like shit the whole episode. And all I know, he, dude, all he was trying to do is warn him of his sketchy ass brother that he's known his entire life, and they treated him like straight up shit. And then he didn't even snitch. He didn't even snitch on his brother. He just said he's like he. I think he lied for his brother or something. He did he said something emergency came up or whatever. He knew his brother sucks, but he still. <laughs>
1: Again, I thought Zach and them were the good guys and that Todd was cool and I was wrong. Go goes, goes back to that show on Amazon. It's called Zach Morris is Trash. I just looked it up. That's what it's called. Yeah, Zach
0: I'll Morris to, is Trash. I'll have to look that up. I like that. 20 um,
1: minutes.
0: My my suedo father, my not real – he didn't have kids in the show, but he was still a, a strong father figure. One of my favorite shows. I've watched it multiple times. I actually watched a couple of episodes recently. Uh Boy Meets World. Great show. If you were ever into Wonder Years, it's it's that guy. I think it's his little brother that plays the main character.
1: I think he is, isn't he? What's his name? Um
0: Rand not Randy Savage. Fred Savage.
1: Fred Savage, yeah, Fred Savage is his name.
0: Randy Savage, the macho man. Definitely not related. <laughs> Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. Brother. But, but Fred Savage was uh he played in Wonder Years, and then mm-hmm. his brother Ben Savage played in a similar show about a, a boy growing up, Boy Meets World. He played the main character on that. He had a next-door neighbor. His name was Mr. Feeney, and he pretty much was his teacher his entire life. I didn't really understand that. He was like his teacher from elementary school, and then he was all the way up to his teacher in college, <laughs> which is kind of creepy if you think about it. never really thought about it, but... He always gave him all kinds of advice. So he went to Mr. Feeney basically more than his dad. his dad was kind of, kind of dumb. Did you watch Boy Meets World at all?
1: Yeah, I'm not. So like, that's one of the ones where you know I haven't seen the whole thing or anything like yeah. that. But I've watched um a, a several
0: episodes. Yeah, every so. every grade that Corey Matthews was the main character. Every grade he went up, he somehow had Mr. Feeney as a teacher or was at the same school or something.
1: It's kind of weird, man, now that you think about that. Very
0: strange. I don't know. Now you point that out. It's kind of weird. Well, now we're circling the drain, and, and we're going to the point where Murph has his final on-air mind freak.
1: Get ready. Make sure you're sitting down. Yeah, I'm sure I don't want to blow hear- your
0: mind. I'm sure you can hear my enthusiasm. Oh, dude. I'm just kidding. Also, if you guys have your favorite TV show dads, hit us up. Let us know who they are, who we missed. There's a ton of them out there. We couldn't talk about it for hours. But murph has got to get back to making sure his wife doesn't murder him before they have a baby. Yeah, I no, right, dude. So what do you got? Blow our minds.
1: So I was thinking, that, so we were ordering some stuff on Amazon the other day. You know how like suggest stuff to you?
0: Do you what? Yeah, yeah, they suggest stuff, yeah.
1: So I um... I saw like that you could order a DiGiorno pizza on Amazon.
0: Yeah. That's weird. And have
1: it delivered to your house. So let me ask you this question. If you buy a DiGiorno pizza, like on Amazon or somewhere like that, and they bring it and deliver it to your house, is that still DiGiorno? Because if it's not delivery, it's not DiGiorno.
0: So the slogan is, it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno.
1: Yeah, dude, your mind just exploded.
0: Well, I need to make sure. I need to make sure I know this, the cor- the correct slogan. DiGiorno. It, it, so it's they. Did they say it's not delivery? It's DiGiorno. If it's
1: not delivery.
0: Okay, the slogan perfect. is it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno, but that's not necessarily saying that delivery that DiGiorno can't be delivered.
1: Mm, I'm pretty sure that the way I've it's not deliveries DiGiorno, okay. which suggests that their frozen pizzas are high enough quality that they might be mistaken for fresh pizzeria
0: pizzas. Mm-hmm. But it's not saying DiGiorno can't be delivered. It's just saying that it's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to correctly answer this question. So, yeah. Exactly, because
1: your brain just exploded.
0: It's, it's more of a riddle than that. I don't have time to dissect yes. Yeah, you're asking me. He that was, yes, it was everything that a riddle was. You're giving me a scenario, and then you have a a twist that I need to figure out. (laughs) That's basically you're the Riddler, you're Jim Carrey from Batman Forever,
1: one of my favorite comedic actors ever. And the Riddler, no, Jim Carrey,
0: he's all right, he's kind of going off the bandwagon right now.
1: I went as the Riddler in Halloween like third grade dyed my hair orange and everything
0: wow we gotta post pictures of that yeah I'll find some I dude we are drinking I just gotta message your mom I know she has it
1: she does do
0: you know what you didn't do at the beginning of the episode what's that
1: you know what you didn't
0: say what you know I, I don't know what I didn't say we are live I don't think I say that <laughs> Yeah, you do. I don't think I say that I mean I'll, I'll start saying that if you owe me to I don't think I say that though I usually say, I don't know what I say. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, everyone clap your hands and give Murph a big round of applause for almost being a dad. And maybe the next time you hear him, he will be a father. Maybe. We'll see. Hope so. So good luck, buddy. Again, keep me posted. I've been worried about you guys. Um, I'm sure I'll talk to you. So uh, that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. And I will catch you next week. I don't know who the guest is going to be. It might be Murph. It might be someone else. We will keep you posted. Murph, you want to say goodbye to people one last time?
1: Uh, Goodbye, everybody. I I miss you.
0: You can can say you love them. It's okay. I
1: love you guys. I love you guys. (laughs) And I'm wearing shorts, and I don't get Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, later, folks. I just want to take a second to thank everybody for stopping by for another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. If you enjoyed this episode, share it around. Send it to your mom, your grandma, your grandma's cousin, your girlfriend, her dad. He's going to love it. Leave a review. Subscribe on any platform that we're on or that you're using. I really appreciate it, guys, and I hope to see you next time.